Hi, this is Brent Helming. Thanks for tuning in to Making the Most of Your Rehearsals, part two of a two-part series. Okay, number six here on uh, our journey of making our rehearsals the most effective they can possibly be would be um, rehearse the repertoire and not just the, the uh, specific set list. So here, here, Kelly, here's what I was thinking on this one was there's, there's several things that have to happen for a worship ministry. Mm-hmm. One, you've got this Sunday's coming, right? That's the mm-hmm. term Sunday's coming. Yeah. So we've got to get the set list ready to go the specific songs. But, you know, there's also this whole thing of a, of a song repertoire, mm-hmm. right? That the band knows, and it's the songs of the church over a certain amount of time, you mm-hmm. know, months or the year. And what I, what I always try and shoot for with the worship ministries that I'm overseeing is that there's some sort of blend of working on Sunday morning. But then once we start getting those songs under our belt, I also then bring in a song or two that's part of the repertoire. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a song we haven't done in months, but it's still part of a good song that the, the church is going to do. So we mm-hmm. might do it in the next few weeks coming up, but I use it as a way for us just to go over that song as well. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that really helps to build towards the future yeah. and get you ready because you and I have both experienced this too, where we're in the middle of a service and maybe the pastor goes, gosh, that was great. Let's, can we do one more? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and you're like, yeah. no, we've only yeah. prepared four or yes. we've only prepared whatever, you know, it's like, yes. and you look at each other with the deer in the headlight look, mm-hmm. but if there's some level of that, you've been building a repertoire mm-hmm. and there are songs that you are familiar with, you know, or heck, maybe that week we just rehearsed one, you yeah. know, and, and I have also found that maybe, you know, God will lay that on your heart and who knows, maybe he's kind of telling you ahead of time what you need. But have you ever run into something like that? Have you worked a ministry that way or been a part of that? Oh, sure. We, we actually used to pull, you know, I mean, we had long worship, worship times um, where we would worship for, gosh, sometimes 45 minutes to an hour. So we would have probably three to four songs more than we actually needed on the, on the set list for that Sunday so that, so that we had what I, what I, I guess could call a musical margin, hmm. you know? Yeah. And, um, and so that if, if pastor asked for something or we had an extended, you know, ministry time after the service, we'd have more music to choose from because the band would usually a lot of times go back up and play during that time as well. Hmm. And so sure. I, I'm absolutely a, a fan of, um, having a larger, a larger selection to choose from beyond what you actually need. So, so it may look like if you come into rehearsal that you're rehearsing these four specific songs, cause you know, you're doing these four on mm-hmm. Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also the worship leader might bring in one or two that are songs that you've done before or a part of, you know, the repertoire that he just wants you to touch base on and be familiar with and go with that. Does that yeah. happen? Yeah. And they, I mean, those songs, let's say the additional two, two songs, as you say, could be sort of peripheral to the set where they could maybe, maybe by that Sunday morning, God will speak to, you know, speak to you and say, you know what, I'd rather have you do this other song instead. And then you're ready. Yeah. You can switch it out and it's, it's not true. a stressful thing. And I think it's important to note with this one, this isn't something that, I mean, this will take time to build in. This is something mm-hmm. that you have to have a longer view 
on because um, it takes a while to build a repertoire. And so, um, but I think it's something really good to do. And I think it makes it, it may not make that specific rehearsal effective, but it's definitely something that makes the effectiveness of the overall worship ministry um, good. So number six, that's rehearse the repertoire and not just, am I saying that right? You're the English major, repertoire. Repertoire. Repertoire, pardon yes. me. <laughs> so just rehearse <laughs> yeah, the repertoire um, and not just a specific set. Yes. So I think that'll, that'll be helpful. So number seven, have fun. I know you're laughing at me because that's, because <laughs> that, that's, that's me. So um, I love to have fun. I just, you know, I just think if we're not having fun, it's just then what's the, the point. And I don't mean fun like flippant fun where we're just wasting time and we're just just a total goof off you know because as i've already mentioned in um, going through these suggestions that i'm all about honoring those that i'm playing with Mm -hmm. and and honoring their time and their commitment and as you said i mean we're all we're all basically dealing with volunteer musicians Mm -hmm. and so i want to honor that commitment and the sacrifice it takes for them to be there so that comes in two ways for me. One is I don't want to waste their time. So that's why one of the other tips up here was set a time limit, you know, take a break. But at the same time, I don't just want to make it a drudgery, right? you know? So it's not just this super hyper formal, you got to get it marching orders. This is it cut and dry. And if you play that note, you're out, you know, type of thing, you know, that real strict thing. I mean, do you find that I'm, I'm that way? No, no, quite the opposite. No, right? quite the opposite. <laughs> so have fun, lighten up, loosen up, just relax, enjoy the time, um, goof around a little bit at least, but make it so that it's not just a drudgery. I mean, have you ever been a part of a worship ministry and you don't name names or churches, but, um, that is, it's just been like, Oh my goodness. Now I have to go to rehearsal tonight. Not for long. (laughs) Yeah. Good point. (laughs) Very well said. That's, that's exactly right. If, (laughs) if that's the way it is, is they're not going to be hanging around very long. Yeah. Yeah. There needs to be joy. Definitely. Absolutely. Now, um, this is one that, you know, that joy, I mean, the, uh, having fun and having joy is definitely something that has to be in your context of reality because yes. all of us have different context of reality for that. But, um, I've ever actually have a time where we used to make up words to other worship songs, <laughs> like just goof around. Now that's really good. But the problem is, is that sometimes you know, you'll start thinking about that when you're leading the song and that, and that's not good. Well, I was but, chuckling because that, I mean, how, you know, how terrible would that be to do that on a Sunday morning? That un- would be, <laughs> that would be really bad. That would be, that would not be cool. So, and I've heard of that happening, yeah. but, um, I've not done it myself. So, so anyway, be careful when you have fun. Exactly. But have fun. That's us. Number seven, have fun. So let, let me recap real quick. Be prepared. Okay. Um, have a roadmap of the song on the set list that you really want to do. Set a time limit. Balance the spiritual and the practical. Make sure that both are in there. Have maybe a separate vocal time. Make sure that you're available to focus on the vocal rehearsal as well as the musicians. Rehearse the repertoire <laughs> as well as the specific set so that you're building towards the future as well as just right there and also being ready for any changes. Have fun. Number eight. Spend time worshiping together. Mm-hmm. And I guess this really kind of correlates a bit with the balancing between the spiritual and the practical. But um, 
you know, don't just focus on the agenda based approach to the songs. And there's a whole bunch of ways that this can happen. I've been a part of uh, worship rehearsals where we've come in and, you know, not only will we pray at the beginning, but then we might then launch into a song where the worship leader is just playing a guitar or something. He just leads and we just kind of worship together. Mm -hmm. Um, I've also been at a time where we'll rehearse the songs, get all the songs done, and then we'll run through the set at the very end and we'll try and just enter in as a worship time together in that way. And then you're actually worshiping with the set. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there's a variety of variety of ways to do that, but it's important to worship together too. Don't you think? I agree. I I agree with that. And I think, Right now, it seems like kind of that's what we do is we we go through the sort of the technical. And then at the end, when we run through without stopping the set, we we it's more of a worshipful time. Yeah. Um, But yes, I absolutely agree. In fact, spend time worshiping together. That's that's probably my favorite part is just seeking the Lord together because that's the whole point anyway. Right. And um, but I think that giving your band members, you know, the idea that they aren't just there, we're not just here to work. We're here to worship. It's okay to worship when you're at worship practice. It's not just all about practicing. You mm. know, sometimes that needs to be overtly stated. Yeah. You know, no, that's so. true. Well, you know what? I, one of the reasons that I like using the songs that maybe we're gearing towards for the set mm-hmm. in worship is, um, it kind of helps us get connected to the flow of maybe what's coming on Sunday, mm-hmm. you know, because it is, it's a really interesting balance, isn't it? On Sunday mornings when you're up there leading, because ideally you, you're that, well, your role, technically your role, your job as the worship leader, as well as, as the worship team members is to lead the worship. So when push comes to shove, you lead, you focus on your music. If you have to, or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. but you lead and you worship second. I mean, you model second, mm-hmm. but I, I mean, in a perfect world, when it really comes together, the band should be prepared enough. Yes. Hopefully that's why should, we should be doing rehearsals, mm-hmm. you know, but the band should be repaired, uh, prepared enough to be able to then lead worship when they lead. Yes. And I have found that if during our time of rehearsal, if we can actually spend with one or two of those songs or go over the set at the very end and let go a little bit and let us just go through it. It, it, it gets that familiar place of worshiping mm-hmm. of, of connecting to the songs already. And then when we show up on Sunday, we're able to kind of hopefully just launch into it mm-hmm. and really model and worship and enter in and not just, you know, technically lead, you know yes. what I'm saying? Yes, I absolutely agree. So, so spend time worshiping together. And by the way, this doesn't just have to be at rehearsals. This is a great idea. And it's probably a whole nother topic to talk about, Mm -hmm. but worshiping off the stage, finding ways to be together and worship off Mm -hmm. the stage. Um, and this kind of segues right into number nine is spend time with the worship team outside of rehearsals. So here's a suggestion that's not about the rehearsal itself, but a suggestion that will really help when it comes time for rehearsals, because you've been mentioning all throughout our talk here is that community Mm -hmm. community and being together. And it's one thing to come together for a specific task, right? The rehearsal, we have to learn the songs, but it's another thing to hang out and get together because you like each other. That's right. And there's just community happening. So here's a couple ways that I've done it before. And then I want, then you let me know what you guys have done before, but we'll sometimes go out after rehearsal. Mm -hmm. So, 
and see, this goes back to our number, our number three suggestion, yes. which was set a time limit. Set a time limit. See, okay, here, here's the confession. I set the time limit because <laughs> I really like to go out afterwards. Yeah. Which connects to number seven, which is I like to have fun. Yeah. So, see, I set a time limit and I get it done so that we can have fun by spending time together, number nine here, yeah. outside of rehearsal. Isn't this amazing how this all connects together? Because we all know what time Famous Dave's closes. Right? Exactly. We all know what time the restaurant's closes and when dessert is shutting down. And um, But sometimes we'll go out afterwards and not all the team can go out every time, yeah. you know, uh, but um, I try to make that available where we can go out afterwards, grab a burrito you know or do mm-hmm. something like that um and to hang out together so that's one way to do it what's what's a way that you guys have done that as a team um similar also we've um we've done it where we've we've had in times past um we've all just gotten together you know a few times a few times a year and just had a big old party at somebody's house you know big old worship team party and and just just everybody the sound people just the the flag the flag dancers not the sound people <laughs> oh yes wow the very valuable <laughs> sound people nice those silent heroes yeah <laughs> and um just had big parties and mm. and um built community that way that's good mm-hmm. that's good um i remember one time with the worship team we i actually canceled rehearsal one night Mm-hmm. Um, like a couple of days before. And I asked everybody to uh, just come over to my house and we watched Mr. Holland's Opus. Cool. Just as a team. You know, it was just kind of community. It was kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that was good. And, yeah. and that just, you know, that builds memories, it builds connection. Cause I mean, people know that, I mean, the worship that you create, the music and the worship that's able to be created by a team on stage, really, it really matters about unity. I mean, oh, I mean, yes. I mean, uh, the scriptures talk about the fact that if you come into the temple to to bring your offering to worship and there's something you have against your brother, there's there's disunity, mm-hmm. you know, leave your sacrifice there and go and make it right. So we, we know that um, unity and community unity. and connection is is highly important and vital, and it actually plays a real fundamental role in the level of worship that's able well, to be experienced. Well, yeah, and when when, you know brothers and sisters in Christ are together, you know, in unity, there is a blessing actually from the Lord just yeah. on that. Yeah. So, well, um, I have one more on my list, which was, um, don't rehearse the entire songs over and over and over and over and over again ad nauseum. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. I was a part of one worship ministry once where we, um, it's like we just do two songs that night and we would just beat them into the ground, you know, and just, we were, and we were so sick of the song. We may have had it down, but we were so sick of the song by the time we left. You know, it just seemed tedious. There was no life on it anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, you know, the bottom line is we need to rehearse the songs. But I think just have an ear towards and a mind towards not doing it over and over and over again. Sometimes you mentioned earlier where you can, maybe there's, you know the songs well enough or certain songs well enough where you just have to hit some transitional some parts transitional or something. Parts, so, yeah. That's legal. You don't have sure. to do the whole yeah. song necessarily if that doesn't work that way, right? I agree. I mean, I think sometimes we, uh, honestly, I mean, how many musicians probably wouldn't admit this, but we go to rehearsals and we play sometimes at church because we have a little bit of a musical itch we want to scratch, yeah. you know? And so I think there's a, there's just a desire to play. And, um, 
And I think it's important maybe to, to, to focus again on limiting the time and being conscious of everyone else's volunteer and how much time that they're spending. And so rehearsing a song over and over and over when it really may not be necessary isn't probably the best use of the time. Yeah. So I'm going to recap. Okay. And then um, we'll see if there's anything else that really is on our hearts here to share just as far as regarding how to, to make the rehearsals more enjoyable or more effective or both. Mm-hmm. Okay, first is be prepared. Be prayed up beforehand. Um, make sure you're early. Know what you want to work on. Have charts ready. Have the sound system up and ready. You know, have a sound person there if you can. Be prepared. Two, have a roadmap of the songs or of the set list. So kind of already know what songs you want to do. Um, have an idea of the arrangements of the songs. You don't have to have the arrangement completely nailed down. You know, hopefully you're getting input from your team and you guys mm-hmm. are making that happen together. That that's always fun. Um, and by doing this, you won't, you'll also help to, you know, how sometimes other people will jump in and try and control the practice. You, know, you always <laughs> have that one guitar player or that one <laughs> drummer that just has to control it. If you already kind of know where you're going and you have certain things set up that helps to, keep that person moving along, you know, so, so have a roadmap. Um, number three, set a time limit, you know, start when you're supposed to, when you say you're going to start and then end be, Mm -hmm. you know, be, you know, honor that end when you're going to end, um, which means you have to be effective during Mm -hmm. the time you're there. Right. Um, then I also encourage to make sure we're taking breaks, uh, in the midst of that time limit. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, number four, balance the spiritual with the practical, make sure that, or the tech practical, technical, same Mm -hmm. thing. You know, make sure that there's a good measure of both. Don't don't ignore the fact that we're there because of a spiritual reason. <laughs> we're there because God's given yes. us this gift. It's about worship. It's about Him. But we also have to rehearse. And I've seen both get kind of lessened, you know, mm-hmm. not carried. Have a separate vocal rehearsal or make sure at least you're focusing on the vocals. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't leave them out. Trust me, vocal gals that have been left out that's really going to decrease the enjoyment of the rehearsal if you're going to tick them off. That's not good. <laughs> or vocal guys. Or vocal guys. Okay, that's true. <laughs> but since I'm usually leading, it's usually vocal girls, but that's okay. Um, so that's number five. Number six, rehearse the repertoire, not just a specific set. Oh, repertoire, not repertoire. Very well done. Um, thank you. And not just set. Have fun. Yes. Kind of like we're doing here as mm-hmm. we're talking about it. Uh, just so it's not tedious and boring. Spend time worshiping together. That's number eight. Really important. Make sure that you worship together as a, as a group and connect together. Spend time um, with the worship team outside of rehearsals. Mm-hmm. Um, so you actually kind of build some community away from just a task. And then don't over-rehearse. Don't, don't just kill the songs. Don't kill the things and make just beat it into the ground. So I think those are 10 good little suggestions mm-hmm. that, um, you know, just if you take one or two of these and start implementing a man would really begin to probably, you'll see some, uh, a change and an, uh, you know, uh, an increase in your effectiveness and enjoyment of the rehearsal time. Yep. You know? I agree. Is there any, anything else we missed? Well, I think just maybe, I don't know that we missed, but I'm just, I, what comes to mind just, just kind of here at the end is something that I've heard said, which is to rehearse, rehearse, rehearse. And then when you get up there on Sunday, just worship. That's good. And if you've rehearsed, 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 and you can, you can worship. You can relax. You won't freak out. That's right. That's good. So anyway, I hope this information has been really helpful. Um, and, uh, that your, your times of rehearsals will become far more enjoyable Mm -hmm. and far more effective to help you be able to make that connection with the worship team as well as with the congregation as deep 
and as wide as it possibly can be. Yeah. Kelly, thanks so much for joining me on helping to share this information. This presentation is part of the teaching and worship ministry of Brent Helming. Additional resources are available at www.brenthelming.com. We'd like to give a special thanks to Mark Griffo for the original music featured on this podcast. And thank you again for tuning in.